0: Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. And it is Wednesday morning, and uh, you know, it's going to be just another one of these bumpy weeks. So let's get down to it. If you need any kind of help with your money, with your finances, you want to understand things going on in the economy, you want to try to parse out questions that are maybe bugging you, why don't you send us an email? Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. We want to walk you through this crisis, but we want to also take some of the stress and worry off of your shoulders. If we could do that, then uh, Mark and I would consider ourselves successful in our mission. Okay, let's get into it. Here is our first question from Patricia. The question is, when interest rates go to zero or below, what happens to your personal money market account as with Vanguard? Well, your personal money market account is going to go down to close to zero. It's going to look horrible, Patricia. But if you want to actually find a better or higher yielding place to put your safe money, one place that we think is a good idea is to go to depositaccounts.com, depositaccounts.com. It's a great aggregator. We've really been um, very pleased with how they do their job. And Bankrate also does this as well. So check that out. You might be able to get a higher yield for your safe money. Tom writes, I filed a paper copy of my taxes on February 3rd. And I have not heard or received a thing. I went online to view the status. Nothing. Tried to call voicemail. Nobody home. What to do? Oh, this is another reason why the paper filing is so bad. Um, I don't think there's a lot to do, Tom, because uh, we've heard that the paper filings were going to be delayed. We've heard that people who were expecting refunds from those paper filings also going to be delayed. Um, I guess you could try to send an email maybe. I don't know. I think it's going to be a while for you, and um, I wouldn't worry too much. Hopefully, this is a good lesson, not a lesson, but maybe a, a takeaway from this period of time is we've got to stop filing things by paper. We must start to electronically file. Please, please, please try to do this. Okay, Fred writes, I've got no money in a rainy day fund because I've been trying to get rid of $50,000 in credit card debt, which we amassed when we were building a house 15 years ago. Okay, so he pays 3 and a, three to 5% interest on the credit card debt. Does it really make sense to save money at a lower interest rate that I can avoid by putting every spare dollar into debt reduction? Well, Fred, if you are gainfully employed, that's great, and I get it. But the problem is that, let's say, for some reason, you lose your job. You might say to yourself, well, big deal. I'll just run up my credit card balance again if I need cash. You might see credit lines shut down. Again, if you are absolutely you know, pretty safe in your employment, you can keep doing this. Um, I'd love to know if there's a better way we can get a jump on that pay down. Because if you're gainfully employed, maybe, and you own a house, maybe we could refinance. Maybe that's a better way to do it. But The rainy day fund is important because you never know when you're going to need that rainy day fund. And often at the point you really do need it, credit facilities are shut off. Kevin writes, I'm going to be selling my house and moving to a different state in two months. I will be staying with a family while looking for a new home. Should I put my mortgage on deferment during this time? Or will it affect my chances of getting a new mortgage? I have a 720 credit score, so that isn't a problem. I just want to make sure I've got no issues finding a new mortgage. Are you impacted by COVID? That's my question. Because if you're not, then it may not make sense to do this. What I would do is I would go talk to a mortgage broker right now and get pre-approved, pre-qualified so that you understand what risk you might face. If you are impacted by COVID, then you should be able to go into deferment and not have it ding your credit. But if you're moving and you're impacted by COVID, I guess the, the other question is, do you have another job? So these are things that we really would want to know. And let's see, here we have a question from Tim. I have a question about the stimulus package regarding distributions from my 401k. Okay, here we go. I make $81,000 a year. I pay $600 in rent, but I currently have 50 grand in credit card debt. I'm 55 years old with about 53,000 in my 401k. I'm wondering should I take advantage of the ability to take a distribution out of my 401k to pay off as much of the credit card debt I've incurred? I'm able to split the tax consequences over three years, and then I wouldn't pay that 10% fee. Should I do this? And if so, what would be the estimated amount I would pay on my taxes in the first year? I'm just trying to see, I know, so this is under the CARES Act. You can withdraw 100% of your account up to $100,000 without that 10% penalty. You can spread the payments out, you're right, over three years or redeposit the amount withdrawn anytime during the period. I don't think you actually have to prove that you are impacted by the virus. So it is possible to do this you would have to pay back, I think in thirds, the amount of the liability of the tax liability, and that might pop you into a different tax bracket. I don't know if you're married or single. I would really be careful because you don't actually have that much money saved. So it's worrisome to pull all of the money out. But as you said, if you were taking 30 grand out And um, I'm going to just pretend I'll do it both ways. Let's say that you are single. That would mean that you would pop from the 22% top marginal bracket to 24% on the amount. You would add that much to your taxable income every year. And if you're married, uh, you're probably just in the 22%. So I'm usually a hater of this idea, but maybe this time I'm okay with it maybe I'm okay with it because I do feel like you may have an opportunity to get a a jump on this credit card debt. It's risky, but like you said, no penalty. and It's really pernicious, this level of debt and the ability for you to get a handle on it might really do more for your financial outlook than the money sitting in the 401k. Another retirement question from, let's see, Scott is in his mid thirties. He's starting to save for retirement. He says, I've got either a traditional 401k or a Roth 401k uh, matches up to 6%. I'm currently contributing 3% to each. I'm wondering, am I better off doing all Roth? Yes, do all Roth, do all Roth, do all Roth. I love the Roth as a friend of the pod and frequent guest on the show likes to say, that's Ed Slot." Uh, You know, knowing what your actual liability will be tax-wise in the future is a huge, huge win for all of us. Okay. That's it for the show. We really want to thank you for listening. We also want to encourage you to hop onto our website, jillonmoney.com. Do sign up for our free weekly newsletter and let us know if you've got any questions. You can always contact us through the website or just send an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. I keep forgetting to do our normal outros of the show. And that's a problem because I forget to uh, remind you that our music is composed by Joel Goodman and that Mark Telercio is our executive producer, and he is the best executive producer ever, and that we are distributed by Cadence 13, and that we are always so grateful that you have spent time with us and that you have decided to give up some of your pandemic days listening to us and sharing your stories. Please know we don't take that for granted, and that we consider this our ability to help you out. Why don't you go ahead and pay it forward? Go help someone else out. Make sure you keep that social distancing, wash those hands, wear the masks, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.